Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Cultured Boys. And today we are doing something a little different. This is going to be called Anime Fight Club or Manga Fight Club, TBC. <laughs> Cultured Boys. Cultured Boys Fight Club. That'll, that'll do. Cultured Boys Fight Club. Right, <laughs> I'm Pepe. I'm joined by Nathan. And today we're going to just have a fight club. Should I, I just, should I just leave it at that? No rules? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> How you doing today? There you go. Uh, I'm doing great now. What a brilliant intro. <laughs> As Pepe mentioned, uh, we're doing a fight club. Yeah. Not real life. We're weebs. So, you know. We can't fight. Weak. Shit, yeah, we're weak and we don't actually know how to fight. Yeah. But we are putting together teams of three and a substitute mm -hmm. to battle each other. The rules are the earliest iteration of the character and the abilities that they have in the first chapter slash episode that they appear in. However, if that first chapter or episode, the character doesn't actually do anything, like they just appear, you just see them. The caveat is their first battle they appear in. Mm -hmm. We've also said no Saitama class characters, no overpowered one hit kills. Yeah, it just ruins the fun. That way, yeah. <laughs> no villains or characters who started at villains so you know no vegetas no garas characters like that one character per franchise so you don't overload on just one really op series mm -hmm. uh, no comedy characters because they're hard to quantify their strength mm -hmm. there's no external factors so even if for example, Ichigo is a soul reaper. He will not be invisible and intangible to other characters. He will be physically there and able to fight. We've also said no fan creations. So no fan animations, no OCs, no doujins, <laughs> stuff like that. And we've also said no video game characters. So even if a video game character is from that franchise, if it's video game exclusive, they're not counted. Yes. Anything else, Pepe? No, I think that's pretty much summed it all up. Right, so that includes. I don't like there's that thing. Was it all like Dragon Ball Heroes characters are canon? We're not fucking including that shit. We're <laughs> ruling that shit out. Yes, because Dragon Ball Heroes initially was a video game. Mm -hmm. Even though it does have promotional anime, it was a video game first. Yeah. Also, because it takes place way later, so breaks the rule of first chapter that each character appeared in mm -hmm. or episode whatever yeah exactly right so like if uh if we're good with those rules then yep do, how do we want to announce our teams then do we want to like go one by one or do we want to just go reveal our teams straight off the bat no i i think we should just go for the whole roster so yeah you want to go first do you have a team name or yeah i got a team name okay go ahead my team name is called team if you don't kill me the chemicals will okay <laughs> it's my team name on my team, I've got Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Oh, okay. I've got Captain Bravo from Buso Denkin. Never read it, so I don't know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't think you would. <laughs> and my third person on my team is Panacotta Fuga oh, from Part 5. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that was left field. I was not expecting that. I, I shit on him constantly, but he's going to be on my team. And as my substitute, I've got uh, Emporio Vankov from One Piece. Okay, okay. So that's my team. Pretty interesting team. Yeah. There you go, mate. What's, your, what's yours? What's yours saying? Mine is Team Death Defiers. Mm -hmm. We've got Kenshiro from Fist in the North Star. Mm -hmm. We've got Alphonse Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh huh. And we've got Andy or Undead from Undead Unluck. Oh, okay. I haven't read that one, so yeah. you have to talk me through that. Yeah, one. exactly. Okay. And my sub of All Might 
from for, uh, fucking <laughs> from My Hero Academia. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Jesus. Okay, fair. Sir? So yeah, Team Death Defiers. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is that's an interesting one because I've picked my team sort of I mean, to cover a few bases, but I feel like yours yours like you got quite a bit of muscle behind. I don't I don't know so much about um is it Andy, did you say? Yes, Andy from Undead Unlock. He is yeah. undead. So you want to talk for that? Like, do you want to talk through your team? Like, why you've chosen these characters, etc. Like, you want to okay. give it a little brief? Yeah. So, Kensho is a just an obvious. He's powerful. Mm-hmm, yeah. Main character of Hokuto. Mm-hmm. He's killing it, right? Alphonse, because he's a suit of armor, mm-hmm. so he shouldn't technically be able to take that much damage. Technically, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Andy, because again, he's undead in the series, he is unkillable. <laughs> by natural okay. means and by conventional means, he cannot be killed. Okay. And All Might, because, you know, someone who's just really strong and uh, basically needed like a Superman type. And I thought, well, he, he could just slot in. It's cool. Okay. Fair, fair. Get that. So explain your team to me, because that's an interesting one. So um, I'm going to start off with Captain Bravo, right? Because he's not even the like, main character from Buso Rankin. He's kind of like um, the main character, Kazuki Muto. Uh, he gets like, it's kind of like a Bleach kind of vibe with the whole Buso Rankin series where uh, he's, uh, Kazuki's just a normal guy, but then uh, he gets almost killed or whatever. And I like, sort of, uh, I'm trying to remember the character names actually, but <laughs> it's been a while since I've read Buso Rankin, but one character stood out to me right now is um uh captain bravo because he has this ability called silver skin i think it's uh it's like his buso rankin what it's called and it basically it's like a it's like an armor thing but it's like an impenetrable defense okay so it's he's basically the guy who kind of covers the defense side of my team okay so he's he's just there for defense wise so he can block anything basically okay makes sense uh he's in terms of fighting power he's just a normal like strong dude basically he doesn't have anything like extra powerful like literally he has like moves called bravo punch right he literally just punches (laughs) and he's just really strong so (laughs) so he's he sounds like my alphonse really basically yeah he's just he's just there for defensive power kuro sensei is just like it's just Koro Sensei. It's like you see him establish really power. Like he's got quite a bit of power behind him in this first chapter that he's establishing. Like no assassins can kill him. He's like got Mach twenty speed, etc. He's like able to fly around the world like super like quickly and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's not really until it's only until like the end really that of Assassination Castle where he actually dies. <laughs> so and like what was it normal weapons can't kill him either. You have to have those. I guess spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I guess yeah, uh, yeah. There, there you go. It's out there now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like normal weapons can't kill him either, so it has to be esta- like properly established weapons for that. Because I've got this guy that can basically, I don't know, avoid shit. He's like super powerful. This really weird alien teacher dude, and I've got a guy who's on impenetrable defense. I've also chosen Fugo for my team, just because you only see him really fight in one battle in the whole fucking JoJo Part Five series. Yes. And he, like, because he's so fucking overpowered, he's uh, he's got this fucking one stand, which is literally gonna kill everyone. I don't even know how to explain. He's, uh, he's a danger to my team. He's a danger to your team. Well, <laughs> he's a danger to everyone because his stand will kill anyone if you breathe the poison gas or if he mm-hmm. makes contact with you because it's also deranged or something, isn't it? Yes. It's so uh, yeah. It's just like a fucking messed up stand that basically tries to well doesn't try to kill anyone. It's just like you just throw a punch and then that's it. The gas is out there. It's got a flesh eating virus. There we go. <laughs> he, 
He's there. Um, and I've chosen Emporio Ivankov because basically he's a healer. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because when he, when he's first established in One One Piece, he's um, he basically has... I can't remember exactly the name of his fruit, but he uh, has the like, power to affect hormones, I believe. And like, so he can give uh, characters energy boosts. He can heal them. Granted, like, he isn't like exactly a doctor. He's not like, oh, fix all sort of thing. But like, Luffy's in the brink of death in Impel Down. And Bon Clay is able to save Luffy by bringing him to Ivankov. Granted that the way Ivankov saves Luffy, it, it's um, it's not it's like an unconventional method, and like literally because Luffy was on death's door, like it basically like I don't know they were they weren't even sure if Luffy would survive, but it's Luffy, so he did survive, and he came out, and he's like, yeah, fucking let's go. That's the thing. If there's this guy that can bring people back from the brink of death, well, I got to have him on my team. He's got he's got to be saving people. Okay, so before we get into it, a mm-hmm. little behind the scenes, we, we did have a quick discussion and both of us had someone different, mm-hmm. but because of rules, something didn't happen. So for me personally, it still would have been Fist of the North Star, but instead of Kenshiro, I would have had his older brother, Toki. Oh, okay, yeah. But because I couldn't remember the first battle he appeared in, mm-hmm. because the first chapter he ever appears in is chapter 45 and you literally just see a picture of him. He doesn't actually do anything okay yeah i was gonna pick toki originally because in fist of the north star toki was actually supposed to be the 64th successor mm-hmm. but then he protected kenshiro and yuria from part of an atomic explosion and got cancer okay. so he, he gave it <laughs> up because he was dying okay i get you oh that probably would have is it like interesting that if you had that like other combination of Ivankov and Toki, maybe it would have worked out. But also, now that you mentioned about healing, Toki uses Hokuto Shinken to heal rather than to kill. Okay. Yeah. So he would have been a really good healer as well. <laughs> but because I don't remember his first battle, I didn't put him on the team. I put Kenshiro instead. Ah, uh, okay, fair, fair. My like, yeah, I had another person as well, but I took him off because I thought it might be a bit. I don't know. I don't know how it'd go down. Um, but I chose Light Yagar me from death note oh that would have been a tough one the thing is he is like going and granted you got on your team guys that can probably kill people in an instant it means that i'd have to have a team that's willing <laughs> to protect light for at least 40 seconds and the fact that light has to learn the other people's names as well true because granted if they're going in not knowing each other like if they're going in blind they don't know each other beforehand then light has to learn all these people's names. who like how the fuck is he gonna find out all might's name it's a superhero <laughs> alias so <laughs> well also he couldn't kill andy undead either because andy's not even his real name he's been alive so long he doesn't remember his name yeah it's just like yeah you can't even like go far he has like she uh, shinigami eyes because one that's like an external factor two like doesn't want to use the shinigami eyes because he wants to live for like longest to see his new world and it's not even established <laughs> at that point so it's like one of those ones where it, like, i'm glad i didn't choose him now <laughs> because <it> just, <laughs> I, there's too many things that could go wrong if i chose them for my team uh, <laughs> but god okay i'm trying to i'm looking at both our teams now and andy on your team is probably the one that concerns me the most i knew he would be that that's why i put him there yeah because like even if we like so this is like where we say like this is like where we basically discuss which team we think would actually win this yes like it's a little bit of a debate like we try i try i'll try and pitch my team as much as possible but i also know for a fact i know where the limits lie <laughs> so <laughs> i think we can both say that we're gonna be having a sort of civilized discussion about this i'd say i've already seen after what you've 
put, right? I've already seen an issue with my, should I say my ace of Kenshiro? Uh-huh. Because Koro-sensei, <laughs> Kenshiro is not going to be able to do anything. No. <laughs> I don't think Koro-sensei has pressure points. <laughs> no, he's, he's like this, like, basically alien-type creature at this point. Obviously, like, again, spoilers, but, like, Koro-sensei was originally human, like, one of the best assassins. Yeah, but then he got experimented on and turned into that weird octopus thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, like with the weird octopus thing, granted, like in the first chapter, we don't know all of Koro-sensei's powers, but we know for a fact that he can, that he is this unkillable alien that's zooming around the world or whatever, like going, collecting takoyaki from like different <laughs> regions of Japan within seconds. <laughs> so it's like one of those ones here, like... <laughs> mm, so I feel like to deal with Koro-sensei, I'd have to... I'd have to hope that the specialized weapons or whatever does damage to Coruscant, you know, those special like BBs yeah. and knives and things, I'd have to hope that those can be alchemically created and that Alphonse could do something about it. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a good question. What Did we actually, did we know what those knives are made no, of? No, they just always said it was like special equipment. <laughs> so we have no clue. You have to basically hope for that. Okay. So I'd have to hope that Alphonse just happens to create something that hurts him. Yeah. Even then, with the fact that he has those things to hurt him, you have to hope that someone's able to actually kill him with those as well. Well, okay. Here's here's what I'm going to say then. Out of my team yeah. to go against Koro-sensei, mm-hmm. I'm going to put Andy because they're both unkillable. <laughs> so yeah. they're just going to fight until the end of time. <laughs> okay, so what <we've> <laughs> is it like 15 minutes into the discussion? We're like, okay, those two are just going to fight forever. <laughs> um, yeah. Even though we've got teams of three, those two are going to go off in the corner and fight forever and nobody's yeah. <laughs> going to question it. I mean, to, <laughs> I think the only way that I can combat Andy is probably like using Fugo at this point. It's the uh, only way see, I can. But Andy can't be killed by any conventional means. Any conventional... So literally, even a flesh-eating virus, like... <laughs> yeah, even okay. a flesh-eating virus, he's got a healing factor that's crazy fast. Okay, In the first sure, chapter, okay. he even regenerates his entire body. He gets decapitated oh, several Jesus times and regenerates. Christ. God damn, man. Okay. Part of his skill set is to, like, cut off parts of his body to use as, like... He, he has like a technique where basically if he cuts off part of his body the blood rushes out and it acts as like a boost a speed boost okay yeah he does that a lot and that's also within the first chapter so fugo is not going to do anything to andy fine okay <laughs> so the only person fugo is potentially killing right now is kenshiro yeah is the only that's the only potential because per- realistically if it's alphonse alphonse doesn't have any flesh to begin with yeah he's just a suit of armor so so the only thing i don't i don't know exactly how to take out alphonse then my only hope is god captain bravo is a bit of- <laughs> he's, he's, what he's doing right now is defending people that's all he can that's like his main selling point he's like basically got this sort of impenetrable busa renkin which like basically means that he can't take damage with it but at this point yeah it'd be interesting to see him captain bravo go up against kenshiro considering kenshiro i'm interested in that as well yeah kenshiro is his whole thing is that hokuto shinken you press pressure points inside mm. like so your fingers are your limbs are crazy strong and you could basically just put your hand through someone's body yeah so it'd be interesting to see if captain bravo is too solid for him to do that 
it's a tough one, isn't it? Because the other, like, from what I remember, Silverskin, the booster ranking that he uses, like, it's never been defeated in the series. Okay, Obviously, that's it, further down anyway. But does it get equated to anything? Like, you know, it's like, it's as hard as X, Y, Z. Um, I can have a look. Because if it is, then that gives Kenshiro sort of like an in, or like, that gives him kind of a measure. But even yeah. then, like, there's almost nothing that in Fist of the North Star that the Hokuto Shinken brothers can't fucking destroy with their hands that's that's more concern that sort of thing is like yeah what is the limits to that's not established in the first chapter in the first chapter he yeah. just explodes regular people and mm. like rips apart uh, a jail cell door yeah. like the bars as if it was nothing so like we <laughs> okay. can assume that at least kensho is strong enough to break through iron and stuff yeah so basically let's go for silver skin um so if it's stronger than iron or like steel then yeah. i would say kensho probably can't do that so just uh, just give you a little bit of a backstory about um sort of uh, silver skin. There's Silverskin is got this ability called uh, Metal Jacket Shield. Okay. When attacked, the surface of the jacket instantly changes into metal-like substance, limitless resilience to harm while, while retaining retaining even. Blah, sorry, it's uh, so it's a metal-like substance, but we don't know what type. Yeah, strongest defense power of all known Busa Rankin. Not only does it completely blo block physical attacks, it is resistant to atomic, biological, and chemical weaponry. Oh, so granted. So I'd say that's got the properties of lead mm. because lead's the only thing that can block out radiation. Um, I don't know if Kenshiro has ever broken through a solid thing of lead, like a massive like. <laughs> as a, you, I mean, you'd imagine like he, yeah, like uh, you know, like a big old friggin' like bunker door or something. I don't think I've ever seen him mm. try to destroy one of those. But then why would he? Yeah, unless it's... somebody evil was hiding in it, but they never do. In Fist of the North Star, they all just like walk out in the open. Granted, Bravo's gonna be a character that literally, if, if without Silver Skin, even if he tried to fight, is not gonna win. Kenshiro's gonna absolutely destroy Bravo. I'll tell you that for now. Like, because Bravo is power, but like it's defense. That's the thing. It's like here's here's the more interesting question. Okay, yeah. Do you think mm -hmm. that Alphonse could alchemically create something or disrupt his metal skin? God, that is um. I mean, technically, it's protective against chemical weaponry, and alchemy is sort of basically like chemistry. Yeah, weird fucking so, magic, yeah. science magic. Yeah, weird. So that's all, that's all we can associate with anyway. Um, but um, I can't see the only... Okay, another spoiler, I guess, to how Captain Brad was defeated, the only time he has been defeated. Again, this is further on anyway. The only time he's been defeated is because he gave up metal jacket because he has this ability where he can like sort of put on someone else and he can, he can protect someone else obviously he won't protect himself makes sense that's the only way he's been defeated because he was protecting someone else with metal jacket interesting but the rest of your team don't need that so they don't need it yeah so <laughs> he would literally be defending himself he'd be a lone wolf at this point even though he, captain bravo does have this like sense of justice that he has to defend people the only person he ideally probably would be able to defend is fugo but then <laughs> like so he'd have to team up with fugo to defend him fugo meanwhile is fucking re releasing purple haze and trying <laughs> to fucking kill everyone <laughs> oh, see it's it's really hard because i see this as you know like it's not as black and gray you know like black and white like oh yeah. this character versus this character that character versus i'm like i see this now the more we're discussing i'm like 
fuck, this is a free-for-all. It, it would be, yeah, because I guess if it was like 1v1s, I think we could probably easily say this person defeats this person. Uh, but this is a free-for-all at this point. Plus, we've got our subs as well, in case someone dies. That we know... True. But <laughs> who's dying? <laughs> yeah, it seems like who's dying. On my team, it seems like only Kenshiro might die. Yeah. And then All Might goes in, but All Might doesn't seem like he's going to fare any better anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm trying to think. Is Basically, we've got to see if Kenshiro would be able to defeat Fugo. I feel like if Kenshiro and Fugo went head-to-head, right, Kenshiro probably would be able to defeat Fugo because he's got those sort of powers. But Fugo's obviously... It's a reaction time speed. This is what it's going to fall down to. Yeah, I see. But if it's down to reaction time, then Kenshiro's got it down. Yeah. He's a trained martial artist. And he's fighting all the time. Mm. So it basically falls down to if Bravo can defend Fugo in time. Meanwhile, we've got Alphonse. What's Alphonse doing right now? <laughs> um. <laughs> so <laughs> Bravo is defending Fugo. Kinshu is going after Fugo. Alphonse is, in my mind, Alphonse is just trying to see how he can <laughs> use his alchemy against anyone, <laughs> everyone. Like, I would, honestly, I would, at the moment, probably put Alphonse against either Koro-sensei mm. to see if he can damage him, or against Bravo to see if he can, like, disrupt his silver skin. Yeah. is I guess that's the problem with, like, Bravo's silver skin is that the only way it's, it's only been defeated is when Bravo gave up himself, but he doesn't need to defend him. I'm him. thinking it's interesting because you said it was, like, a metal-like substance, right? So I'm like, yeah, if it's natural enough or seems natural enough, then alchemy might work. Granted, I maybe he won't be able to disrupt the whole thing, but if we can take part of it off of him, turn it into something. Because, mm. you know, like in the series, when they create stuff from the ground, like it takes the actual material. Mm-hmm. So then Alphonse could, if it works, like create a hole in his armor for anyone to just do something real quick. Yes, mm. yeah. Again, that's assuming, that's assuming that Kenshiro is with him and not fighting against Fugo, which I'm sort of, I don't know... I, I guess I would put Kenshiro and Alphonse against those two and leave Andy to take on <laughs> Koro-sensei. Yeah. But then Andy also seems like the best choice to take on Fugo because he's undead, so... Yeah. It doesn't matter what Fugo does, eventually he'll ha- he'll get tired and eventually Andy will get close enough. Yeah, so we've got those... We've got fucking Andy who just sees... That. Has Andy actually... Has Andy ever been close to being killed? Is there any... Is, is it, like, does he have any weaknesses at all? No, even in the entire <laughs> series, he's not. He's been okay. defeated, but only because it was uh, what was it like his original uh persona mm. who defeated him. But even then, he concede. It was kind of like a concede defeat kind of thing. It wasn't that he was actually gonna die. Okay, so to make any progress within this sort of thing, I think what's gonna happen is um, if Kenshiro's reaction speed is what you say it is, then I think he'd kill Fugo. But obviously, Fugo's released his deadly virus. By at this point yeah so kenshiro is probably gonna die yeah so Fu- i i I'm, a, I'm gonna say this fugo's dead at this point okay meanwhile he's released his purple haze which has released the virus so kenshiro's fucking got this fucking virus going on right now alphonse is still there <laughs> i mean if the virus is like flesh eating i can't imagine kenshiro on the fly is gonna be like oh i know a pressure point for that i'm just gonna press that in my own body and not fucking deteriorate i don't think that exists even in this fictitious world mm-hmm so okay so that's that so that's two of them out but do we then go for subs in or are we just leaving that i think it's got to be subs in at this point so at this point this is where the subs get brought in so your sub is all might 
Yeah. And mine is Imperio Hivanko. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I brought, I, see, this is the thing, right? I brought him in as a healer to basically heal if any of my team are damaged from Fugo's flesh-eating virus. But at this point... Fugo's dead and the only other person who died from it is my, on my team. <laughs> yeah, so is... Um, granted that Bravo can only defend himself. He can defend Ivankov if he wanted to. Yeah, but I'd imagine by this point, with one down, he's probably gonna... You'd probably want him to defend himself, yeah? Because now it's just Alphonse and Andy on the offensive. Yeah, so... Are we count so what's All Might doing now? Is All Might... I, I would probably use All Might as like a back row offensive kind of character you know like i guess i get him to use his speed and strength to just hopefully try to contain or move the gas away from himself because he's the only one who's going to be damaged by it yeah either that or hopefully i try to have him use his speed to take out your healer not that your healer is doing anything besides gonna keep bravo alive potentially if something happens to him okay so okay here's a question though with fugo dead at this point is purple haze's fresh eating virus still about that's a good point because the stand is only alive as long as the user's alive normally yeah so does that mean yeah would that mean it's not even there then so virus might not even be there at this point i feel what we have then so kinshura's dead because the yep. fleshy virus fugo's dead which means the virus has gone away so basically those two wipes so they've taken each other out so now it's 3v3 on Kuro sensei bravo and at ivankov versus alphonse andy and all Might. Yeah, I feel like Andy and Koro Sensei are literally just gonna be. They are gonna fight till the end of time. Like, yeah, there's no way of actually t taking them out. <laughs> so then, <laughs> I feel what's gonna happen is we just need to decide who's gonna be living out of this two fight between Bravo yeah. and Ivankov and <laughs> and Alphonse. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, that's an interesting question then. So, granted, the in the first in the first chapter of My Hero as well, we have seen that all my it does actually still have his time limit right uh yes so but he has also in the first chapter pushed past it so yeah he can still fight until a certain point he can still like yeah i don't think it's established how long the time limit is it's just he has one yeah so my hope would be is that all my fucking runs out of steam and then you fuck kill him off yeah it depends on what ivankov can do with it because it's all about uh hormone powers so you can turn all mine into a woman i don't need to think about that yeah. uh, <laughs> i'm trying to think what ivankov would be able to do to alphonse but the only way to defeat alphonse is by going into the armor and getting rid of the thing isn't it little yeah i think so wiping off the <laughs> but neither no one's gonna know that <laughs> who's gonna fucking go into alphonse's armor you'd have to tear alphonse apart for one yeah i think you'd have to break the entire suit of armor like just yeah. to the point of no return because i think that's the only other way he dies isn't it yeah i think so not that it's, i don't think it ever did happen because i only watched the anime for that but yeah because i watched brotherhood i don't think that ever happened but i'm pretty sure that's what would happen if you destroyed the suit of armor the near death like when they look at alphonse's near death experiences or whatever like where someone's about to take him out or whatever then that's like obviously he doesn't get taken out because edward's always there to fucking defend him now he's got all might to defend him as long as he's in his muscle form <laughs> so my hope is that bravo's there 
to defend the bunker. So, okay, power, I'm going to do a little power play thing here. Okay. Bravo is basically, he's not going to do much right now. I, I think he could probably take out Alphonse. I think he'd probably be able to destroy the armor, but obviously, is I don't know if he'd be able to defeat Alphonse. I mean, he'd probably take the armor apart. But it depends on how how far, how, how badly does he take it apart? Because in the yeah. first chapter, Alphonse's helmet gets removed, or his head, but the rest of the armor still moves. So, like, if you're saying that, like, he tries to destroy the entire thing i don't think alphonse would let that happen mm. for the obvious why would you if that's your body and that's how you're surviving god i don't know who's gonna and you know in the first chapter alphonse is strong enough to knock out a normal guy yeah so he's gotta be somewhat strong yeah so i'd imagine it would probably that might also be another complete write-off <laughs> like yeah i think until one of them gets tired Ooh, okay so we'd have to basically hope that obviously if like coral sensei and andy if like, we'd have to bring him into the fight itself and <laughs> it had to be coral sensei it, so if you bring, go bring these fighters in to the actual like because obviously we would say they're all fighting each other but we'd actually have to bring him into the fucking free-for-all to actually yeah. help out at this point and at which point i think koro sensei would have to separate alphonse's armor yeah and he'd be fast enough to do it yeah probably scatter it that way that's the only way i can see alphonse getting defeated right now by that <sighs> shit then all might can't fight because he'd have we'd i'd have to use his speed yeah. to try and reassemble alphonse assuming that koro sensei isn't just constantly flying around at like full speed with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i feel that's 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 the pro that i've got of koro sensei he's got just flying around basically so i think he's the one that's going to take out alphonse okay with all might i think all might as long as he's in muscle form i think he could hold his own yeah and could potentially at least because it's all might you know he's not going to kill but he could probably knock out ivankov if the chance i reckon presented itself but i also feel like it wouldn't be that hard right because if bravo's just a guy yeah like all might's fucking huge and he's got all of his smash attacks that have all that air pressure and crap mm. i reckon all might could take out ivankov even with bravo in the way and if andy's coming back in yeah andy can distract i feel then because okay i, I was gonna say something i realized because it's further down the line it's not like it's only we're only limited to what abilities he can do right now so i can't yeah. actually i can't even move bravo's armor onto Bankov to defend him because that's further down the line no he'd just have to stand in front he just had to stand he, he can all he can do is defend granted bravo is like he i say he's a guy like he's like a normal human that has this power but he is like trained like he does have like sort like probably he's like probably military power i'd say i mean that's fair but again if if Koro Sensei comes in to take out Alphonse, then Andy would still be there. Yeah. What's that? What's Andy's power in? Like, what's his power cap? Like, granted, writing off all the dead, like he's basically as strong as a normal like guy. Okay, so so we'd probably be able to say. I mean, I'd say he's strong. He's probably a little stronger than a normal person. Yeah. Assuming that a normal person is like someone close to ourselves who doesn't really exercise all that much. Yeah. Probably doesn't actually have all that much strength because Andy's pretty ripped. Okay. Yeah. In the illustration he's a healthy guy he goes to the gym and whatever you know he's not got a lot of exercise so i'd say he's probably stronger than the average human but his skill set is mainly from being able to like pressurize his blood to like use body parts as projectiles and stuff at least in the first chapter so in terms of power i'd say probably bravo and andy are probably on the same power scale then in which case yeah it's just andy just can't fucking die <laughs> and bravo can defend shit so, uh... but that's what i say 
that Bravo could be distracted by Andy. Yeah. Andy could just come in and stay on the offensive. Yeah. Keep Bravo distracted whilst All Might goes in for the knockout. Bravo's just going to be on the defensive the whole fucking time. The whole fucking match has been <laughs> on the defensive. Like, anyone that comes at him, he can just defend it. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, whilst he's doing that, All Might could easily come in knock out Ivankov and then you're like that's one of your guys down I think we, we can't disregard Ivankov's powers here though because I think true Ivankov can also fight but I'm just saying All Might with enough speed I don't think I'm not sure if Ivankov can react it depends I think it depends on his power I think it depends on what Ivankov can do with his devil fruit powers right because he can also change his form as well so although he's a big guy to start off with he can true but does he do that in the first chapter he does not do it in the first chapter exactly so in the first chapter you see him or the first battle you see him if he doesn't do any of that stuff then we still leave him as the giant guy he is yeah in which case probably but yeah i'd say i'm trying to think if there's anything in the first chapter that Vankov does apart from heal luffy but he obviously doesn't fight in it so you see you see obviously you see his abilities you see he has a power hormone and stuff but <laughs> well then he's getting destroyed smash i reckon all might probably would be able to take out ivankov in which case detroit smash in which case yeah <laughs> ivankov is down which means you still got andy and all might and all might because alphonse has just been separated <laughs> <laughs> by koro sensei so i've gone so it's basically the guy who has it's, it's gonna be a stamina battle between all might and bravo then in which case yeah because as soon as all might loses his muscle form <laughs> bravo could yeah. probably punch him and he'd die because yeah. normal all might is a skeleton hmm. and uh, i don't think like booster like the booster rankings actually sort of take out that much like granted when fighting yeah i think stamina would like be a major factor in it but if bravo is literally just taking the beat down from all might but he isn't getting damage from it because of the silver skin the metal jacket yeah is it bravo is just a punching bag without taking damage until all might can so that would be all might out yeah if he's not phased by it and it's not taking away his energy and he can keep this thing on like this silver skin going almost indefinitely then yeah all might eventually would get the shit kicked out of him he probably wouldn't get killed but he'd get knocked out at least yeah he'd get knocked out he wouldn't get killed let's put it that way because i think both all might and bravo are like they're heavily into the justice stuff like bravo wouldn't kill a normal human being or whatever he wants to kill the homunculi which are the evil people in... No, not Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> it falls back into that, doesn't it? It does fall back into that. <laughs> I didn't even think of that when I first thought that. <laughs> but, um, but then it still will come down to the last two, Bravo and Koro and Alphonse and Andy. I think it just comes to a stalemate. It does, don't it? Yeah. I think the only... <laughs> like, it depends on how much we can write Alphonse off in terms of... Because if bravo say like alphonse hasn't been defeated at this point so we've got fucking all might's gone taken out by bravo and it, it depends on how koro sensei took him out right because again have you decided that he's just going to split him apart with his tentacles and just fly around at mark 20 the whole time yeah or has he dropped alphonse off at several different locations so his armor has to try and find its way back together which i don't think it can do i, I was gonna go for that version and just basically separate him around the world because if koro sensei can go around the world yeah if it's the second part well then that's alphonse out yeah i don't think it was ever 
ever established that Alphonse, if it's separated to that degree, can reform himself, especially if it's around the world. So then it's really two against one. It's going to be like collecting the fucking Dragon Balls. Kind of. <laughs> Just go go and find the parts of Alphonse. Or George. <laughs> yeah, George. <laughs> it's George part seven. <laughs> so then it's Koro and Bravo versus Andy, but... but... <laughs> well... We can't defeat Andy because he's invincible at this point. Yeah, and his first chapter stuff. So it's like even if he has the, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate saying this. Mm-hmm. There is technically only one way that they almost stopped Andy in the first chapter. Okay, yeah, and that was when they decapitated him. They put his head in a like lead ball so that he couldn't regenerate oh so it's like sealing away basically yeah so he couldn't regenerate yeah and because it's the first chapter he doesn't know how to regenerate anything from a separated piece of his body as in like so it's only his active head anything from his head he can do but if it was from his detached body from that head he couldn't do it i guess it's a weakness in it like this so you'd basically have to try and seal away his head fucking hell um yeah Bravo probably does have means to do so, but that's further in the ch- like that's further down the story, and obviously we haven't seen that yet. So all we've seen Bravo do really in the first chapter is defend and fucking use a powerful punch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which obviously won't take out Andy. So I have to mention it just out of fairness. I don't want to obviously because then I could have I could have just left this at a stalemate. But yeah, with that information out there, there is only one person who could definitely. <laughs> Koro Sensei could st- seal Andy's head with yeah. his speed, and then that would be it. Yeah, that'd have to be that'd have to be it, wouldn't it? At the end of the day, Koro Sensei's not to you know shit on my own team, which it feels like right now. But Koro Sensei is a teacher; he's smart. Yeah, you know, so he he would probably think something like that. Because mm. although he's not a full comedy character, he does have like gag aspects. Yeah. So I feel like a character like Koro Sensei would easily think outside of the box. He's a trained assassin as well. Exactly. So he could easily decapitate Andy. Yeah. He'd know the ways around it. Obviously, exactly. like, this is the one thing. Is it? Yeah. And Koro Sensei would be the only character fast enough to seal their head away before he could regenerate. Yeah. I guess that'd, that'd have to be it, really. That's the only way this outcome is going to happen. Because Andy doesn't have the access to the tools right now to kill Coruscant because of those external factors. Yeah, plus all of Andy's cool powers don't happen until much later in the series. Yeah. Again, in the first chapter, he can't regenerate from a, like a dead piece of himself. Essentially, like if you decapitate him, he can't grow a new head on the old body. He has to grow the body out of his current head. Okay, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't gain that ability until much later in the series. Yeah, my one other that like, I'm doing the same as you now, trying to like just basically because I wanted to like, have this as much like, as much as a fair fight as possible. Like, <laughs> obviously, we've seen Coruscant in that first chapter zoom around the world or whatever, do his shit, and like, he can't fucking he can't be killed apart from the knives thing. But like, do we know that he has the power to sort of seal off stuff? in that what do you mean like sort of like seal, seal off andy in which case like do we, do you do you feel like within that first chapter he you have the knowledge yeah again i would i f- i just feel like because he's a teacher because he was an assassin even in the first chapter you know he's already quite unconventional mm. i think that in itself would lead him to think something unconventional like oh maybe just seal off the head yeah do you know what i mean like i feel like he'd be yeah he, he, he that's the thing he comes through with a lot of stuff doesn't he yeah like i feel like he'd have 
have enough experience and be observant enough to make that kind of judgment call. But that's just me personally, even though it goes against my own team. Yeah. I feel like Koro Sensei is like that. I agree. Yeah. Because like, that's the thing. Like, even when, like, obviously there's a the troublemakers within uh, class. Is it? It's class E, isn't it? in assassination classroom i believe so yes yeah like there's there's troublemakers and in that within that first chapter nagasa is targeted by those bullies and like uh, he's koro sensei is easily like quick to just like switch those out or whatever he like basically like he he basically fixes everything so uh, nagasa isn't like i don't know killing himself because the bullies told him to <laughs> like with like doing a martyr attempt basically yeah i think it, it works out that way i guess yeah koro sensei just knows what to do in any situation <sighs> shit man to be fair as soon as you said koro sensei at the start i knew that was going to be the biggest problem because he's so close he's so close to being disqualified because he's like more comedy than anything but he does <laughs> yeah. appear in a battle manga and does fight so you're like shit yeah it's one of those ones where like I, I was thinking like can i get away with this and i battle it, it does it is a battle manga at the end there's not like it's not say like psyche or like exactly or right or whatever like personally i feel like you just got away with it like, <laughs> like if there was a hard yeah, cut yeah. off you're like right in front of you like a millimeter in front of it <laughs> yeah no. it's like one of those ones is it's uh because like, it does have comedy elements in it but um yeah oh, man. god okay Are we, we're calling it that then yeah two survivors are koro sensei and bravo <laughs> fucking hell just because one guy we didn't even know if alphonse could create a hole in his armor <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh man oh but no gg <laughs> honestly yeah but that was a lot harder than i thought it would be to like yeah it's one of those ones i feel like it, um i feel like there's a little bit of lack of research on my side with certain certain bits but i looked them up in that but like i, I think there's always going to be a lack of research because yeah what we're doing is writing weird fanfic you know like because <laughs> it's <laughs> really cultured boys it is literally that it is literally like because it's like oh characters that never would interact so the creators never thought about it right and now we're going yeah but would he do that would that work against them we chose a good power scale though to be fair considering like i think like granted like there's characters from different series um and we could have eat like that's the thing like, i could have easily chosen someone like gintoki for example from gintama granted it's comedy and battles so i think I yeah see or that. had you not put in the rule of earliest iteration i would have gone like ultra instant goku exactly yeah we could have easily just done that sort of thing like it, at the end of the day it would be or or i would have the grand priest or whatever you know like just characters that are like untouchable and you're like ah shit yeah like, i think we had to be smart about that sort of thing with these rules so like but yeah it's interesting no, i enjoyed that that was cool <laughs> that was cool we uh we should do this again at some point i'll be down here maybe with a different rule set or something i don't know i think so yeah maybe it's like sort of human characters or something like that like actual i uh, know we'll see we'll see what we'll see what we can come up with <laughs> right and uh with that thanks for listening guys don't forget check us out on podcast platforms and uh yeah that's it from me see you later guys cool see ya bye